This is MMA Love. The last voice for the last hardcore MMA fans around the globe. Double last, man. We're, we're the last. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. With me is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend. And he watched all the MMA. Like, like all of them. All of them I MMA. Did. Well, mostly, yeah. We never sure. tire in the fifth round. We start where others stop with this MMA bullshit. <laughs> and, and this, <laughs> my good friends, this is the... This is my house. I look at the blood episode. Luke, why the, fu- why the fuck are Great. we doing this today? I, 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 I had something and then I looked at my notes and it just says new meta, palm to eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, palm to eyeball is quite good. Yeah. Palm to eyeball. It's totally legal. Uh, today we're doing this for, for TP triangles and can openers. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, and, self-locks. And... And a BV, a BV, a BV, a BV. Maurice, a BV. Maurice, a BV. We're doing, we're doing it for him. That's, that's quite. We're doing it for self locks. We're doing it for neck cranks. Um, triple right. Can openers. Can openers. knee bars. I mean, palms to eyeballs. We have a no poke situation here, pal. It is. It was quite. It was quite the week, especially for you. I, I, because of. Um, because of corporate of corporate hellhole Zurich I work at, I couldn't watch as, ma- as much MMA as I wanted to, but I watched some of it. So um, I'm I'm very happy. I'm very happy that you you watched. got me out of my my corporate over- overlording situation for an hour of my lunch break and got me to uh, talk about uh, UFC 267 prior to it actually happening. And I made some some good decisions, and I made some not so good decisions. Yeah, I have no, uh, I do not remember. But we did do a preview show for UFC two sixty seven together with our. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm calling him a friend <laughs> anymore. Well he, well, he is transatlantic. I mean, for and you, he is, for, and he is he is across the channel. He's across the channel, and um, we will do the same next week. Um, the gods of Mount Science willing. Willing mm-hmm. uh, for UFC 268. So UFC 268 won't be that much of a topic in this show because we have a lot to look back to. Mm-hmm. Um, we will invite Sean back, although nobody understood him. All all of them peoples I heard they complained about his accent. They couldn't understand. I don't understand saying. how you can how you can understand me when all I do is slur my words and not enunciate T's and stuff. And then and then, but but the guy who speaks actual English, we can't understand. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, he inv- his his people invited invented English, but um, good sir. All right, listen. What, what? Wh- where do you want to start? We have to start. With the Contender Series, Dana okay. White's Tuesday Night Dancing with the Stars. Let us know, Luke. What did you learn? We who, learned who the that the Shanghai, P, the Shanghai Performance Institute cannot train people for shit, and they should not go there. <laughs> they need to find their own gyms and their own coaches. God damn it. <laughs> Pal, it's, it's, it's true. The Chinese are failing. I'm not... That- 
I'm not, and I'm not even trying to be mean either. I'm really not trying to be mean. I want to see people come over from Asia and succeed in the UFC, from China, from Japan, from everywhere in Asia and succeed in the UFC. But I don't think the UFC training people to come to the UFC is really bearing any fruit whatsoever. The most successful fighter to come out of China is Zhang Weili, and she trains with her own gym. Ji Ling Lang, the, the leech, also trains with i don't believe he came out of the china china pi he came out of his own uh gym with the wolf of the grasslands you know not the chinese not shanghai pi so uh yeah we everybody get your own camps and do do this more traditionally yeah, i think that's I think my guess PI, my I, guess as to what we need i learned enough about the pi in los in, in, in las vegas when Stephanie Ecker went there with with her coaching staff with Kenji Bordeluzzi and and Yasube Inamoto, and they decided because it was too much of a hassle for them to book a, a, a slot there that they just decided to go to Walmart instead. <laughs> that's, oh. that's what oh, you boy. that's what you have to know about the UFC PI at this time. Oh, tell us yes. tell us about the new contenders. How many contracts? I, we had uh, one. Two, I think we had four contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, t- love everything about this kid. Love everything about that kid. Uh-huh. Um, uh, no, we had we had five contracts. We had one guy that didn't get in. Uh, probably the biggest note was the drama of Javid uh, fighting. Uh, let's see, we got his name right here. We had Javid Basharat from F. Afghanistan fighting Oran Kawan from uh, Israel and and Oran uh, in the face-off called Javid a terrorist. <clears throat> Javid's a refugee. He lives in England. It's not terrorist. I mean, even if he was, come on. Yeah, we have, have people fighting in the UFC that are far, far closer to radical than Javid Basharat. And Javid handled it, man. Handled it with 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 a degree of class that uh, 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 I could only. Um, really look up to as somebody called me something horrible and just went out there and beat the shit out of Oron Kalon. Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> beat the shit out of him, looked at Dana and said, I took out the trash. You want that guy in the UFC? You don't want that guy in the UFC. You want me in the UFC. <laughs> he got the contract. It was great. It was great. He's 11 and 0 now. Uh, really, really good fight. Uh, also, um, also on the, on the card was just, the gnarliest knee bar I've seen in a while where it was a knee bar that also got twisted like a goddamn pretzel. Uh, that was in the main event. Godzi Omar Godziev versus Jancy Silva and Godzi put it on him. He's 13 and oh. So the thing about, uh, you were saying about, uh, contender series, people needing to have winning streaks to get on contender series. It's definitely. These guys are getting it. Uh, Christian Canones also got a contract. He is uh, the younger Canones, and now there's two Canones brothers in the UFC. That's good. So we'll see how that goes. It was fun. I re- always recommend Tuesday Night Contenders because it's Tuesday night, and it's two hours of your time, and it's usually pretty fun. And it was again. Okay, it's like, is it season five, week eight? I guess so. Okay, how the fu- how would we nine? even know? I mean, how how would you even know it at this point? I mean, but, topology says week nine, but I think it's all very relative because there is no reason to like have a series. You know, it's it's it is not it's, a series. It's though. no, it's a fight card now. You know what I mean? It's a fight card. There you go, and I that's what we got. Yeah, yeah, I found it. It's week nine, but it it uh, do we even care? No, we don't. 
I only care in that there aren't 52 of them a year. There should be. Yeah, you have one, <laughs> 50, two, three. Maybe 50. Well, you can have two weeks off a year. This is America. We get two weeks five, off a year. You can take two contender uh, series off a year. <laughs> five contracts. Five contracts were handed out. I think, are we at the end of the um, Overeem contingent? Uh, yeah, I think we're, no, I think we're approaching it. We're approaching I think we're approaching Yeah. He, he can, like, he can round out the got, season, give everyone a contract and still has, has a bit of money left since Overeem left. Yeah, I think, I think it depends on, on how you factor in like win bonuses and stuff. Cause some people have to win. So in some sense, you know, if you give out two contracts, you're still giving out three cause it's 10 and 10. So, so you're giving you, out 30 grand. Would you recommend watching the contender series this week to our beautiful listeners? Of course. Who's on the contender series this week? Let's see. We've got, Oh, we've got some more uh, fighters coming from the Shanghai PI. Yeah, absolutely. We'll watch these folks. And we've got someone named Achilles. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I, that is that is that, I mean, no brainer. Achilles Estramadura from Canada. No brainer. Seven man. and zero. I'm watching this guy. Pal, ten minutes. That's fantastic. Ten minutes in, we we just uh, talked about contenders. That's all you get. You ready for PFL? <laughs> I, I am. I watch the gifts. <laughs> What kind of Claressa Shields friggin' fan are you? I thought you were a Claressa Shields Dude, fan. Didn't I tell you, you people, that I am? I, 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 I did not predict this one correctly because I, I, I thought that they gave her such, such a can that that she would be able to, to succeed again. But I told you people to be to pump the brakes a bit on the Claressa Shields hype. I told you that. The way she approaches this, like very late in her career, in, in, in her life to start MMA, actually, then telling us all the time that she will continue to box, it doesn't work. <laughs> and I told you that, <laughs> that is... one, one girl, one other fighter will basically just take her down and, <laughs> and will, will wrestle fuck her and she will not be oh. able to do anything about it. And that is exactly what happened. But neither of us picked this girl to do it, and Abby not. Montez did. Abby Montez, fighting her first fight at bantamweight and, and her second fight at featherweight, comes in at lightweight and takes Clarissa Shields. Down. Judging, judging by the gifts, she did, and split decision. She did oh very my well. God. She did very well. I mean, she th- did do very well, I'm, and I'm they made it a split decision. You, yeah, I'm telling you all the time that if you've if you've trained MMA or like grappling or BJJ for a year or two, you should be able to basically run through if you if you're fit and all uh, nope i mean you you should run through anyone who has trained less than you if you're a pro athlete and that's exactly what happened i i mean by the way i don't know why this enters my mind now but tyron woodley lost to jake paul he did just just saying let that sink in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm digressing. Yeah, Clarissa Shields, she didn't look good. I, I, I heard a lot of people talking her up and saying, yeah, this was very good and it's at the beginning of her career. It's certainly not what the PFL wanted. And I think her performance was not good at all. So no, that's that. I, yeah, I mean, and that thing you were saying about I want to continue boxing, I want to do this and that, uh, that, uh, that means I want to continue making the most money I can wherever I can make I mean, it. And absolutely I don't blame her. fair. That's, I get she, that. She's a prize know? fighter and she should fight wherever the money is best. But if she wants to be successful in MMA, she needs to put her whole heart and soul into that one. And obviously, she doesn't. But Montes, 
Dude. Moving up one or two weight classes, outclassing a very dangerous boxer. I mean, not bad. I, I, no. I'm a fan. Sure. I mean, so is Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake I, Paul loves Abby Montez. I'd, I'd say Jake Paul hates Clarissa Shields. <laughs> Jake Paul should start. He probably already has started his own like representation business, but I he's guess. good at it. I guess. I mean, he's very good at Get it. Get that money. Get that money. You know who did have a great performance? Yes. Ray Cooper the third man. Yes. My God. What a fight. This may be... Yeah, this is in my top five of the year. This, this fight was awesome. This fight was back and forth. This fight had it all. And uh, it had... Ray Cooper on the ground, but not giving up. It had it had it had Ray getting smashed and looking out on his feet. Uh, Ray also attempting an arm triangle squeeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it had it, it was so back and forth. It was I I I almost can't. Basically, at the end of my note taking on this fight, I just said, "Never mind, Kayla. I'm good." <laughs> It it was it was it was so it was this the the thing the same thing that happened last week where so much crazy shit happened earlier in the week I was just like my brain it was exploded by the time the UFC came around the UFC is getting shown up by uh by by other promotions earlier in the week it's crazy but it's true yes. this this fight was fantastic man I will stream it to you if you cannot find it it was so good I mean I could find it I just wasn't I. I, I just couldn't find the time this week. I'm very sorry. Next week, hopefully, will be better. But yeah, I, I heard the, the PFL as as a as an event now. We we concluded uh, mm-hmm. this year. I think I think they won't have another event this year. Is that correct? I don't know how it works. I'm going to be honest. I have no clue. <laughs> they gave away many millions of dollars. They gave away six million dollar checks. Everybody got their belts. Two Face got it. Good. Roush Manfio got it, uh, and uh, Very Bruno Capaleza and Movlid got it, and uh, and it was great. It, honestly, like I really went into it expecting a decision fest because that happened before at one of these championship PFLs. They had like five or six fights go twenty five minutes each, but this one was. Was very uh, varied. It was varied and fun and interesting. Uh, the Manfio fight was also just a <clears throat> a total bang. Um, it was good, good stuff, man. I'd say so. I mean, I think the PFL does everything right in a in a strange way. Um, you had Kayla Harrison defeating <clears throat> yet another. <laughs> yet, yet, uh, uh, Taylor, yeah, that was Taylor the only Bordado, one. Was kinda, yeah. And the she just runs through these these fighters. There's basically no opposition there. That's why now we're at a point where it makes it hard to gauge how good she actually. I mean, she is, of course, very good. But aren't we all wondering a bit what could be? I mean, if you're a prize fighter, if you are you are Kayla Harrison now, Luke, will you will you resign with the PFL because she's now a free agent, or will you? test what what's what's possible for you it i mean if if the ufc offered me a contract that was an immediate title shot at 145 and included like three to five pay-per-view points i would probably take that but but being being i'm not a prize fighter i don't know how the structure is i would not take a contract that locked me in 
I just wouldn't like I, I because at, at this point, she's the only thing that Amanda Nunes has not done at 145. Um, yeah, and if Kayla can make 145, that makes her a, a very, very rare talent and a very rare commodity for the UFC if they want to keep that division. I mean, so, they will keep the division anyway, because that, that's, I, hear, I hear this argument a lot, but then I think, I mean, the PFL keeps that division and they have no one. Like, Well, I don't... Yeah, that's true. They don't, but like they can also just drop that division if Kayla leaves. It's not that big a deal. They can just say, "Well, we just don't have the roster space," and uh, we're going to do men. We're going to do men's one. We're going to do men's one twenty-five instead, or whatever. They still, they still had someone per season. They said that will be will be enough of a challenge for Kayla. I don't think so, but I mean, well. No one like that. No one is because they gifted this fight to Taylor Guadardo. The, the there was the fuckery. There was the fuckery before. Um, so like they, I don't know if they're trying to put Kayla over or if this was like they made her an agreement to not make it too risky to stay for one more year. I don't know. I'm not. Like it doesn't. It doesn't matter because like the 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 ideal for me the ideal that I would want for her is not a thing that will ever happen. The UFC doesn't do contracts that aren't, that don't lock people in. They do very, very, very disruptive to your career contracts where if Kayla takes the fight and wins, she's stuck with the UFC for four years, whether she likes it or not. How do we rank or rate the official PFL theme by Wiz Khalifa? Million dollar moment. I don't remember it at all. I just remember him. I just remember him rapping and me trying to figure out if he was lip syncing or if it was just auto tuning. I think our good friend Steve is a huge fan. I think he posted that the lyrics of that song a thousand times. The dude is committed to the bit. I mean, he is. It may not even be one. He loves it. <laughs> We're not sure. We're still trying to find out. No, I, I, I don't rank it too high, man. I don't. I, I certainly. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't I like and honestly like what what would have been the best thing ever for me what if they just like ripped off the IFL and and remade that but can you horrible is it that possible? horrible that horrible a b a a b a uh uh rhyme scheme of the IFL or is it wasn't it even, even it was like a a b b it was like the worst god I need boss root and rapping for karate combat now look how do you rate <laughs> the big ass checks handed out? How do you rate? I that? really I like that a lot. It's the best. I like also like they're very uh, cumbersome and awkward. So Sean can't get in there to interview them. So like Ray is used to it. So Ray just kind of sets it down at his feet, and then other people like don't know what to do with their hands with this giant giant fucking check in their hands. So they have to like figure out how to like fit Sean in there while they hold this big piece of cardboard plastic. It's great. It's fantastic it's stuff. So it's it's, it's like yeah, it's it's way better than just handing out the belt. Even the belt, mm-hmm. they, they should get rid of the belt. We we need we need to be better than this. How for for the last PFL thing, rate the smart cage. I'm I still am unsold on the smart cage. In fact, this event the ghost cam was malfunctioning. And I could see the fence in the ghost cam. So Jesus they need Christ. to work that shit out. 
goddamn ghost cam. You were a hater. The ghost cam was not ghosting. Just a hater. All right. Just a hater. I I loved it. Honestly, I did. I I fucking loved this event. It was awesome. We have good job, PFL. For real. Thanks for listening. Now on to Germania. UAE Warriors. No. Oh, okay. okay. uh, Let's let's go for UAE Warriors first. UAE Warriors. It was two a doubleheader Thursday and Friday morning for me. Seven a.m. I wake up. I work. It's on mute. You know, it's just over on a different computer. I look over, and there's a dude screaming. Why is he screaming? And I turn the volume up a little bit. He's screaming because someone bit his finger. Why'd they bite his finger? They bit his finger because he stuck his finger in their mouth. <laughs> Indeed. And, fish and hooking is back. Fish hooking is back in the UAE, baby. Mohammed so, Juma sorry again. sticks sorry, his look. finger... Fish okay. hooking is back. So are a lot of other tried and trusted techniques from the past. We'll go into them when we talk about UFC 267. Yes. Oh, Mohamed Juma fish hooks Sofian Bukchu and Sofian bites his finger and the ref takes a point from Sofian. Yes. And then... Next round, Mohamed Juma fish hooks him again. So instead of biting his finger, Sofian like turns at to the ref and is like, "Are you seeing the shit, you motherfucker?" <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> and the ref disqualifies Mohamed Juma. That's good. That, that oh, is actually the good. best. But, it was the best. Oh, I, I died. I never thought that uh, we would see fish hooking again in that in that way. We saw something in the in the. Um, in the footage uh, that, that went around this week on social media, um, Li Jing Lang like really blatantly eye gouging a dude on the on the floor. But, oh, really? But, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, that was that was quite 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 the thing. But I wouldn't I wouldn't have bet that we seen we see um, fish hooking back. So good on God, you. God, everybody like warriors. everybody like we were talking about it on the on the like on the preview show, and we were like like how does how does Jan cheat? in this fight does he cheat all the ways possible and that's the thing like everybody's at this point like <laughs> everybody's gotten the memo and everybody's like oh the refs aren't just aren't going to take points i guess so we'll just do whatever the fuck we want so like the next morning KB <laughs> boor gets out of a takedown oh, God, attempt yeah. and just knees Tarek solomon right in the dome while he's kneeling in front of him and KB Buller gets disqualified for an illegal knee the very next morning on the next UAE Warriors. So we had UAE Warriors 23 and 24 having DQs on them Perfect. this week. It was just the best. People are getting but desperate. Desperate. Des- obviously desperate. Yeah. Any just other, the best. Any other blurbs from around the world? I think... I think we are covered. I watched CFFC on uh, on su- on Saturday night, but nothing happened that I really remember. I was still like completely blown away by the uh, outcome of UFC two sixty seven. We have to we have to give credit and we have to praise and rejoice in Maurice Abbevi's performance. Yes, at NFC in uh, I don't know where it even took place. Maritime Hotel, somewhere, Hotel somewhere. Hotel Bone, Hotel Maritime Bone, yeah, Bonn, bon, Germany. Okay, yeah, Bonn, bon. Germany. So I mean, tell me, Dude. tell me your feelings. We we watched this while we were watching UFC at the same time. 
I had so it's a it was so so they it was perfect timing. It was between the co-main and main event of UFC, mm-hmm. and uh, my experience with Maurice Abivi is that people who know him listen to the show and they tell me about him. Uh, Bloodsport Ramon and uh, uh, yourself, and I go and I watch the gifts. And I see him doing spinning attacks and just absolute bonkers flying shit and insane stuff. And I'm like, this guy is an insane person. Blood, He's a warrior. Blood, shout out, Chris Gendouza, Bloodsport, Bloodsport Ramon. He was live at the venue. Chris Gendouza, Bloodsport Ramon. He fucking awesome. He like uh, let's let's talk about the fight. Moise, a baby beat um, Florim Zendeli. Um, he did. T- tell us tell us about the fight, man. I saw Maurice uh, flying around the cage, taking the back, getting out of taking the back. Uh, I saw him standing in front of the dude and getting clocked absolutely jet like Maurice's head rocking back like a Pez dispenser from a jab or a straight does not give a fuck. Just keeps keeps pressuring, keeps pressuring. And the dude at the end is getting backed up and Maurice is doing this, like not walking him down because he's not, he's like stutter stepping him down. So he's always ready to just absolutely drill him with the right hand. And the dude, the dude finally hits the cage and Maurice just absolutely tees off, drills him once and stuns him, drills him again and knocks his mouthpiece out. And then the ref is getting in there as he drills him a third time. Triple Absolute. right, triple right for the kill. I mean, the, the absolutely power, bonkers, dude. The power that the stutter step or the or the the, the yeah, the yeah, slow yeah, yeah. Step how he walks him down mm-hmm. made him made him to be able to to generate that power. It's also like yes. now, now maybe not for the first time, but we've seen that our baby is, is able to take a shot and and walk through a bit of adversity. Like he did that in his last fight too. I think Sandeli is a better opponent than the last one. And a baby just murked the dude, man. He just triple right. He did. He, he did. But this was a very this was a very good matchup because yeah. the dude was having success. Of I course. thought he was having success, and 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 I do and I I like being able to see that a bevy can take those hits and does not give a fuck. Because Absolutely that's a big incredible part. performance. That dude will now be in. I I I think it's ridiculous that he has to. At the eighteenth of December, he will be at the finals of that of that NFC tournament. That is a huge effort for any fighter to go through all of these fights and then fight a final in order to get some money. Um, I don't like it, but I think if if they can keep up Morrison, he he's had a very good team, like a very a very successful team, but also a very um strategic and and thinking team so i'm i hope they they continue to work with with Maurice the way they do now and we will have we will have someone uh, soon to be able to at least perform very well in the in the international scene oh he's he he's got the win streak he needs he's got the win streak he's got the power he's he's got the the uh the dynamic uh, action fighting need, he needs to be they need to send needs. tapes they need to send tapes to the contender series they need to send tapes to Bellator they need to send tapes to um, to Chatri. I, I know to go to he's he's is he a 155er uh, he's 155 no, no, or 170 no, no I think he's 170 
not sure. He, he, he might even be, I st when I stand next to that guy, he's, he's the same size as I am. So I think he's more, I, I'm not sure it's, but I think it's welterweight, but How, you think, you think a BV would, uh, would enjoy having a million dollar check in his hand. I mean, I would enjoy that for him. <laughs> it's like I wouldn't I would enjoy a I would enjoy a Ray Cooper the third fight with Maurice Beavy. Yeah, they have him as a welterweight. I think he's he's a he's a tall, very tall and very well built welterweight. Someday, someday, man. But I would love to see him in contenders. I know even I know. though the, even though it's like horrible cuz I don't really wish a UFC contract on anyone. Co correct. <laughs> But it's one of the best places to go if you're a pro fighter. It's the stage. You, you know? need you need the stage. I know I know that people always talk about taking it easy and slowly with these young fighters, and I I agree to a certain amount of to a certain point. But I think he proved now that he has he has everything you want in a fighter. And if you grow, let let's say you you go to Cage Warriors, you have the same level of opponent, but not the same, um, yeah, the same exposure. As you would have in in, in one of and the big I want you to get paid, man. Like if you're going to be that entertaining and you're going to take shots like that and give shots like that, needs get to paid, be paid, man. man. It needs to be paid get more paid, than man. NFC NFC. Um, good on them what they did this year, but now it's now it's time. Yeah, they've done a lot. It's time. We need we need to see more of Morisa baby. He can't be locked down in a tournament like this. Fuck them tournaments. Mm. Man. <laughs> okay, pal. 30 minutes in. I'm ready to go. Are you ready? To, are you ready? Are you ready to go to Fight Island is Fight, real. Fight Island is real. It was it I mean. I'm ready to go. Rate this event, pal. 8. eight. No. Yeah, 8. Out well, of, out of 8. 10? 10, <laughs> 10 out of 10? Yeah. 8 out of 8. I read I read online yeah. that some people um they they said that this was the proof that we we were being fed s some mediocre events in the last few weeks, and this is what the UFC should feel like. And uh, I disagree, I, but whatever. I disagree I've, as I've well. Enjoyed, I have enjoyed the shit out of the last few weeks, me too. except for Aspen Lad giving me that one week of negativity. <laughs> but, but 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 there were other good things. In those the times feel as well. the feeling I had watching UFC two sixty seven. I'd say I'd say I was very pumped. I was very pumped through the whole week, and I was pumped watching this event. It was, uh, of course, I could watch it live because they finally mm -hmm. thought about us poor Europeans. Mm -hmm. um, so that yeah. was that was way better. That that almost that, that almost pumped me up more because I knew that I could like live react with my co-host for the you know I only get to do that like three times a year with UFCs. Yeah, it's, it's so not that's, enough. That's I hope I hope this this stops. And we more. get we're getting some <laughs> some more events in Europe and Abu Dhabi is also fine. So yeah. tell me about the highlight on this card for you. Man, the highlight on this card. Um, there was a lot of instances of, uh, <laughs> the highlight, it has to be Glover. It, it, because it's, because it's absurd. The, at the, the quote at the end of the fight is what we're naming this episode. The, the, the performance, I mean, I, I, I'm not positive, but like I could see a 10, eight in round one for Glover. Uh, the use of the can opener, everything, uh, 
the dude's older than I am. He's won the UFC light heavyweight belt. And he is he has done it so convincingly that Jan Blakovich will not even get a rematch. No. Just that is just that, that is the most that is the most surprising thing about this event. The ease in which the highlight in which just global, highlight reeled him. For it, seven minutes, highlight reeled him. I mean, you, you can talk about ten eight rounds there. You can talk about I I think also no meaningful offense. Nope. For Jan Blakovich. Really. I mean, I I don't. I he threw like one combo that kind of landed. I feel like I watched the fight again. I still couldn't believe he threw, it. He threw some significant strikes, but I I I just I just haven't like according to the stats, he threw even a bit more significant strikes than Glover did. But I I just didn't see it. I just saw a steamrolling. I did too. And my saw, my head the 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 face the Irish dragon made no. after it happened is my entire emotional state for the uh, last two days. Don't even get me started. Of just complete disbelief and and amazement. Don't even get me started on the booth. We won't go into that negativity, but let, we we will not stay stay with Glover. He also did the thing that he's not known for. He, I mean, I I I told you the whole night that. John Hackleman is a happy camper at the moment. Ken Pokarati is back. That's what he's known for. He's known actually. He, he was getting known as the main training partner for Chuck Liddell. But he did he did the thing that he's I think best at, which is a an old school as old school game of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Like just he has he has three moves or four moves he does, but these moves are like insane. He did a can opener. <laughs> he did a can opener, man. It's like our our friend from Jonas from Hawaii. He was he was pumped about the can opener. He was like, I haven't I haven't been in at Jiu Jitsu for a long time, but I man, I know a can opener when I see one. And I was like, yeah, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. Dude, it worked. He ate. Dude, Jan hated it. Can hated openers, it. Can openers were basically extinct, but they came back. <laughs> Glover brought it back. <laughs> It's the best. It was the best. Yeah. Also, it's, it's, like it's such a feel-good story, but it's not just a feel-good story. It was like also a really, really good performance by Glover. Like it's it was just an all-round good performance, man. And I'm I'm surprised at at a 42 year old doing this in the age of Usada because we had Randy Couture doing this, but that dude was, I mean, that dude was, let's say, he had a very good doctor. Very yep. good health regime, let's say like that. Yep. But yep. Glover, man, it's like, I mean, Glover will have a good health regime too, but it's, at least he gets tested for the most nasty stuff. So, yeah, it's it, it was an incredible fight. I I didn't predict that one. I'm quite sure. I, I do not remember any predictions we did, but I think we all took Blachowicz maybe. I, 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 the ones I made, I picked. So I know that I picked Blakovich and I lost. Yeah, of course. Uh, I uh, the whole card was almost the perfect pacing, where even in the even in some of the decisions, we got some slowdowns, and other decisions just went absolutely batshit for three whole rounds. Um, I think I missed the fir- yeah I missed the first fight because I was still sleeping, but I woke up for, from fight number two on, and it was some really good pacing can and we, some crazy action stay, all the can, way up the card. Yeah, can we stay at Blachowicz for a second and, and Teixeira? Because 
Um, first, we have to mention Jan's walkout song. Every time, oh, that, of course. Every time yes. that dude fights, we have to mention his walkout song. Can you, can you describe it for the people? Uh, it is a song, it is a folk song in Polish about a tank and a dog and maybe some soldiers. Yes. That's my guess. Is that true? Yeah, it, I mean, yes. <laughs> that's that's it's, a good it, that's a good it's a fantastic i think it's about i think it's from a tv show but i honestly have no fucking clue no it, it doesn't matter it's just it has to be mentioned and yeah it's it we now have to for for each of these fights or for, for the most we will talk about we have to go into a bit of imagination land because mm-hmm. there was already a call out for may who who will glover mm-hmm. will glover fight the czech glover, will he do it dude <laughs> he has no like i He's he, not e- not even not even a hesitation, no. Like just just looks in the crowd, says says you are next, Beery, and uh, but I need to take a few months off to uh, 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 eat food and and be alive. You yeah. know, like it, it like it, it just it's insane. You like it's such a UFC thing to get the belt and then like. You know, like be a be a be a top flight lightweight and and get the belt and call out Connor, or something, or <laughs> or, or 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 George, or or uh uh get the heavyweight belt and and call out John Jones, or ne- never does the guy get the belt and then call out the guy that is the most dangerous motherfucker in the division that most deserves the title shot. Yeah, we knew about... And that might be Jiri. Yeah, I, I can't I can't think of anyone else besides Prochatska. He is, he is ranked in the UFC's own rankings at number two. Yeah. Like, it's Jiri. And then you have, have Rakic and you expect, have Smith, but I mean... But, that, but that's the thing. You would expect Glover to go out there... And call out uh, Fedor. Dominic Reyes. <laughs> yeah, Fedor, like someone that someone that no one thinks poses a threat. Tell me, tell who me. could we had not, another, but then or or someone that's not going to happen, like Fedor. T- tell yeah. me, Luke. We have yeah, or or call out a boxer, but he didn't do that. First of all, no, Jerry Glover. Glover is like he is the name. He he gave birth to this sentence that, that is the title of this episode. He's, he's like, he was getting the belt and this, he was like, this is my house. A typical Brazilian thing. We heard that before. And then he was like smiling and looking around and said, this is my house. I look at the blood and I, I loved it. I mean, that is so awesome. Oh, it's so good. Tell me, look. did can Glover Teixeira beat Jerzy Prochatska? Uh, he can. Can he beat Alexander Rakic? Mm, yeah, he can beat any of these guys in these rankings. Mm. I'm not picking him against Yuri. Can he beat Magomed Ankhalaev, though? Yeah, he can submit him. Yes, he can. That is so insane to say, but I think he can. He can fucking he can fucking can opener him. Which is the <laughs> yeah, which is the which is the worst matchup for him? Uh, I think Yuri because he's yes. absolutely insane. Yeah, I think Yuri because he's absolutely insane. And I don't think I don't think Yuri like Yuri strikes me as as like I I need to watch I need to eat the tape which I obviously will not do. No, but you th- when you get Yuri down, do do does Yuri start scrambling or does he close his guard and get can openered? And I think he probably starts scrambling because he's bonkers. Yeah, Prochatska is the worst out for all of these light heavyweights. 
Um, Dude, let's go. I to- hated. I hated Jan closing his guard for the entire first round. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. It was not. It was not a good strategy, but. Um, he did. He did tripod stance, which is like also. I mean, it's it's so basic and old school jujitsu. It's like it's never evolved, but it's there and it works and it mm-hmm. it is it is dominant and it is. Jan couldn't do shit, which is insane mm-hmm. to say that, but he couldn't do shit. He also said in the post fight interview that he left his legendary Polish power at the hotel room, and I think it's quite true. Let's go. Let's move on to another fight. Um, why don't we go into the other light heavyweight fight of the night? Um, Volkan Özdemir. He got beat by Magomed Ankhalaev. Um Like, not a particularly entertaining fight. What I wrote down is, it's like he, he Volkan got dropped with the left, and he could recover a bit. He looked rattled from from that hit on, and he was only throwing single strikes. Which is never yeah. good. Um, yeah, Uncle Life wasn't p- much better at all. Like not not that much. Oh, I, I think I think these guys had had respect for each other, and uh, of course you have to respect Volkan's power because uh, you, if you if you if you don't, you you get dropped. So I I thought that Uncle Life did very good. Like was was calm. He was relaxed. He was standing back, and Falcon couldn't mount the the necessary offense. Uh, I'd say for for putting a bit more in him, like like at least two or three strikes. But yeah, 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 yeah. More like, like looking for looking for a counter to counter. More action. I I know or I heard or I I think I know that Vulcan might not have the best luck. Have had the best luck in his training camp. I think he went in with, yeah, with I some, saw that too. A lot of I injuries. Saw rumors, rumors, rumors. But yeah, I saw that. But Uncle Ayev handled that, so Uncle Ayev now has to has to be respected as the the title contender. We saw him long ago, and mm-hmm. I'm, I actually love I love all of the matchups you can do from seven to one. Basically, perfect. Yeah, I I like like I take any of them for sure. Yeah, I, I do want to see Jiri fight for the title, but yeah, Ankalaev against anybody. Ankalaev against Anthony Smith for another title eliminator, sure. Um, Why not? Let's go. I, I put a Omerta on Tibura versus Volkov. We won't talk about it. It was a three-round heavyweight fight. Yes, it was a break time. Um, can we talk about the two... The two... They call him Russian, but it's like... Can we talk about Li Jingliang versus Hamzat Khimaev? I have the I have the best Christmas present for you if it was to happen. <laughs> oh god. I do. First of all, first of all. Jimmy, yes, let's talk about it. Jimmy John's freaky fast finish. It was like 3 minutes and 1 minute until he got the submission, but man, that the showboating, yeah, the showboating yeah. of Hamzat is something. I it, it is it's, it's Effortless. Everything you want in your in cage product of just picking right. a guy up, walking yelling at Dana boss, White, walking over to the dropping boss him <laughs> on his on his yeah, dude. Come on, you can't not like that. Like you like anything like like that is the shit that I am here for. Yeah, it can't be better than this. It, it it's not possible. It cannot be better. No, I need it. Yeah. I need that kind of performance uh, when was, I have people. When I have people pretending to showboat as they're getting their ass kicked, I don't like that so no, much. This, this, I need like, someone this was like just owning the leech. That dude owning has some him. in-cage swagger, which we seldom see, and pl- we have to enjoy what happens now. Like, this guy is... Now, now I think Li Jing Lang is not the best fighter, 
but he is a good fighter and he's a hard out and Hamzat made it look like it was nothing. Like effortless is is not even the it's not even strong enough to describe what Hamzat did to Li Jingliang. And now we have to enjoy what Hamzat does in the cage because that is that is some of the most exciting thing to watch like a like a guy starting like this that, that dude yes I, I saw a stat did you see the stat too uh he's the he's the fighter to have been hit the least forever in four in fights, fights in four fights he got hit twice or something like that which is insanity yes he is he has absorbed one significant strike in his first so, four ufc fights he got um, called I, out I, I, yeah, so give, give me your listen. give me your the best my my, my christmas present give it to me our, so we're going to take a trip to imagination land mm-hmm. and we're going to think about what Kamzat can do and what Kamzat should do and what we would like Cam, for Kamzat in his future. Kamzat's not like, I, you, you can go on your reddits and on your, on your social medias and you can find out what Kamzat thinks about the world. It's not the greatest. No. Um, no. The dude has fought at 185 and 170 has done it in uh inside of a week, I think, or two weeks. Um, I would like Kamzat to fight someone else that I don't think much of their views of the world. Uh-oh. I like I would like Kamzat to go up to 185 for his next fight and fight strong Sean Strickland. Oh. Sean needs a fight. Oh yeah. Sean needs a fight, man. And he's, uh he's genius you know, matchmaking, pal. You know, we haven't gotten an answer that to our question from our preview show about Kamzat's lungs and their current condition. He only fought for 3 minutes. Yeah, I would like him to go fight Sean Strickland for 15 minutes sometime in uh, maybe as a Christmas present, maybe in late December. I like it. We could have a little, could have a little Christmas present to the MMA Love Show for two, and, from uh, two guys who are who have world views. Two guys, I I can't subscribe to them. We might not, we might not particularly appreciate what they think of the world and nope. their place in it. No, nope. or what they think of their world and and my own place in it. Nope. So maybe they should just go fight it out, and and I'd really like it to go the distance. Well, that is that is good thinking, man. That's that's why I pay you the big bucks, man. Very. Good. I saved that for you. That's why I wouldn't tell you because so nice. I wanted you to feel this happiness yeah, feel, that I, I feel. feel. Um, he also got <laughs> called out by Neil Magny, which is also good. Just let let's enjoy the ride. I hope uh, I hope um, yeah, all of the wolf emojis are used up by now. So I hope we it's... didn't we didn't get an answer. That's the thing. No, like we didn't. It, like. We know I nothing. picked him. I picked him. Uh, I think you and and Sean picked him. Yeah. But like, I wanted I wanted to know something more, and I still don't know anything more. I think I picked Li Jingliang, but that that might uh, have other reasons. I that's had... that's on brand. That's on brand for you. Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Listen, um, we we go on. Um, let's talk about the other fight we had: Dan Hooker versus Islam Makhachev. Um, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Look. Also, I mean, Dan Hooker had no chance at god. all. Who? What had, a card! What a fight card! My God. Islam Makhachev run through Dan Hooker, and Dan Hooker is not an easy out, and Dan Hooker is a hard fight for anyone. But Islam Makhachev made it look easy, easy. With someone, a, with a someone Kimura. on Reddit yeah. that someone on Reddit said that Khabib was calling the moves and Makachev was just doing them. And that he's like a, a like a goddamn Russian marionette, a Dagestani marionette. That Khabib is just winning from the corner of these guys now. 
it's insane. It's like it's insane, dude. How can you make this look so easy? I have to say, I enjoy Islam Makhachev fighting. I did I did not particularly enjoy Habib all the time because Habib was way more one dimensional. Islam mm-hmm. has good striking. Islam has good wrestle fucking. Islam has fucking submissions, man. The Kimura and he goes for him. And he goes for. He's always active. He's not just controlling. He's not content when he got you down. He continues. And we saw another good stat for you about that: that Islam has has uh, submissions in four different moves. He's one of the few fighters to have submissions with four different subs. It's so incredible, man. He also told told it in the in his post fight something like. That he he's a an MMA fighter, not a wrestler, not nothing like that. He, and and he he's so right, man. And I really enjoy what I saw. I I uh, I'm a bit of a Dan Hooker fan, of course, because I like the attitude. But man, you you saw that coming. You, as soon as the takedown happened, you knew it was over. I felt it, and and it it was like inevitable. That Dan Hook would get finished with something, and you, he couldn't do anything about it, like 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 a a boa constrictor going around you, and you know it will be over sometime. Very good fight, man. I mean, not a good fight, but a, a performance he of Makhachev, which is like <laughs> he has a rear naked choke, an arm bar, an arm triangle, and a kimura, and they put that on the broadcast as DC interviewed him and said, "This twenty first UFC fighter with submissions by four more techniques." So, what does he need to get? He needs to get a Darce. He needs to get a Darce. Get him five five tech. He could get a Darce and he could get an Anaconda and he'd be at six techniques. It's, but it's going to get harder and harder for him to get them, right? So that's the other thing. Who does he fight next? Is he is he going to have to fight? Uh, is he going to have to fight Benil to get a title shot, or is he just going to get a title shot? I hope probably just get one. Yeah, I, they have to give him a title shot now. I I don't I don't see why he would have to go through Benil because I think he wins Lightweight that fight. Is so insane. I think he wins that fight easily as well. So yeah, but I also I Lightweight, think I think it's inevitable UFC's that this guy rankings. will be the, 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 that guy will be the champ. I think he beats Poirier. He uh, he beats Gaethje easy. Dariush as well, Chandler as well. I don't see anyone. I mean, maybe Charles Oliveira is is the best fight for him. Um, because be. because Oliveira be, is man. very good at, at at on the ground and very offensive as well. But yep. man, I don't see anyone yep. beating Islam Makhachev anytime soon. Out of these fools, not. They have they have Gregory Gillespie Islam. <laughs> someday. We can only hope. Uh, <laughs> they've ranked Islam five and Benil Darius three. Yes. And really, I just want this belt to keep changing hands. I yes. want Dustin and Charles to fight, and then I want the winner of that to fight Islam or, or Benil or the winner of Chandler Gaethje, depending on who wins and if they've fought before. I just want them to keep fight. Just keep it going. Every three months, I want a title fight for lightweight. It's we, just crazy, but we had... I need it. Probably one of the best fights we've seen in a long time with Corey Sandhagen versus Piotr Jan. One of the best performances we've ever seen out of anybody in Peter Jan, man. First things first. Jan implemented his mommy guard for two rounds and Herzog Dude. did not do shit. Just saying. No, he didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, we th- this fight, it, ha- it had... <laughs> 
what 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 amazed me so much is that Jan. I think he, I scored the first two rounds for Corey Sandhagen. I really liked what he did there. He was hard, he had hard punches. He was putting way more out. But a bit of bit of the same thing with Islam Makhachev is with Peter Jan, Piotr Jan. You know that the tide is turning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Piotr Jan yeah. has awesome yeah. Yeah. awesome fucking defense, man. And he he took a lot of shots. Maybe not the hardest shots from Corey Sandhagen, but he took a lot of shots. And he was never faced. And he was never done. And he was like, he changed up his stuff all the time. He learned. He somehow he absorbs what his opponent does for one round, or maybe two rounds, and then he turns the tide in you. And and all the stuff that Corey Sandhagen did, he also tired a bit. I'd I'd say. And his output wasn't that good anymore, and the, the, no more hard strikes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, Jan just fo- pieced him up. Deeper it goes, the worse it gets for you. Jan is a fucking problem, man. It's mm-hmm. like it's not even funny no more. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got. I got no imagination land for Jan. No, there is none. I, just maybe Sahudo. Maybe Sahudo. Yeah, but maybe maybe that that would be a good fight. I like. Okay, that is a good imagination land thing. I, I'd like to see him against Cejudo. And, but I, the only reason I think so is because of the way Cejudo, um, the way Cejudo came back against Marlon Moraes. I think I think Mirab Dvalishvili could be a good fight, but I mean Dillashaw is so beyond repair at this time. Aljamain Sterling as well. I think th- these guys are just they have. I think Al, I think Aljo's done. I, th- I don't think he fights again. Aljo and Dillashaw have injury. Their injuries injured themselves, which. I mean, and Jan Jan doesn't seem like he doesn't seem to be as 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 injured as these guys. He had a like he he did some spinning shit. He has nice hand fighting, nice hand trapping. Um, it's like the varied striking. It's 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 bonkers, man. What a good fight, man. What an awesome fight. Such such a performance. I, it's yeah. it's insane. It's is absolutely insane. Uh, it was. It didn't really rank into the like the, the 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 fight of the year candidate that I thought it would. I thought it would be more competitive, but um, it was competitive. I mean, what, no, it actually. Yeah, you you might be right. It also the first round. I think I think it's a, the it's, first. Yeah, the first couple rounds, you were like, oh, sand. Yeah, oh, ah, uh, oh, just Jan. Can, but then Jan just runs away yeah, with it. You know like, what I mean? It, it, the last three rounds, nothing to talk about there. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 an it's an awesome fight. Um, just a short blurb on we have ah oh, of course yeah. Um, people asked us of course about the Eliseu Jaleski and Benoit Saint Denis uh, fight, and uh, I, I don't think uh, the fight was particularly good. <laughs> Can we no. say that the referee Vyacheslav Kiselev made it good? <laughs> Uh, he made it interesting. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't say he made it good. For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, um, tell tell the people what happened from from your point, and then I'll give my my five cents. Uh, Benoit Saint Denis was uh, was was battered uh, against the cage and not intelligently defending himself. DC and Paul Felder were both screaming for the fight to be stopped. The ref, uh, I, I don't believe. I think the ref believes in death. Um, so he wanted, <laughs> don't he wanted Benoit, he wanted Benoit to fall on the ground. 
Um, and then that that maybe that would have done it. But uh, Benoit refuses to fall on the ground because in French special forces training, you were trained not to fall on the ground. So he wouldn't fall on the ground despite being out on his feet. Then uh, gets poked in the eye and says he can't see. And the ref is like, I don't care. Keep fighting. So they keep fighting. And then the ref uh, takes a point when Elizu Zaleski kicks Benoit in the dick uh, accidentally. Or maybe a knee. I can't remember. And anyway, after all that, it goes to the judges' scorecards for a decision. Um, the, worst, the, yeah, the, 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 the the commentary desk was attempting to Dan Hardy themselves. Um, but because they were screaming at a Russian ref, no one knows, and not at Herb Dean, no one cares. No. If they had been screaming at Herb Dean, everyone absolutely would have cared. But, like, and even, like, even... I sound really bad saying this. Herb Dean has done plenty of good refing jobs. Of course. But has been really inconsistent as of late. Like, I believe yeah, it was he him that let Rebus get knocked out. Right. So, DC is on Twitter saying it's the worst performance he's ever wow. seen and nowhere near a pro like Herzog or mm. Herb Dean. And mm. I'm like, dude, bro, you are missing the point. Yes. <laughs> Look... Did he uh, did he do did he do a bad job in in protecting this this fighter's health like yes. protecting Sandini from himself? Yes, the yes. worst. But thing hey, he did, you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna be out here like a hypocrite and say that really because I'm the one that wanted to let the green haired dude fighting Sean O'Malley finish Indeed. the fight with talking, 30 seconds left. I am the asshole here. Talking so. about <laughs> talking about look, the worst thing Kiselev did was not calling in a doctor and the dude told him that he can't see. That is like yeah, that is the worst thing he did. But I mean, look, I'm yeah, of course it was bad refing. Yes, of course you should have stopped this fight. Although at the moment I personally would have stopped the fight like t two seconds later, Sandini shot for a takedown, which was successful. <laughs> it's like yeah. don't let yourself <laughs> exactly. I mean look it how this got blown so out of proportion when we see a lot of bad refing. I don't I'll tell you how. I it's really easy to know DC. how. It's because Felder and DC were screaming from the desk. But let's let I I would say we missed the tweets of Big John McCarthy telling you that DC and Felder were the worst booth ever at a UFC event. So can you imagine being called the worst booth by Big John McCarthy, <laughs> the dude who has the dude who has commentated Bellator with the likes of Goldberg? It's look, it's a hard job to do to do refereeing. You, we will make mistakes. Um, I don't know what he saw in there, what we didn't see. Um, it's a hard job to do commentary too, man. No, I don't think so. It's like, <laughs> yeah. DC and Felder make it look hard. No, that's not. <laughs> let's, let's stay with the love. Let's stay with the, let's stay look, with the love. Um, we had a short, short thing because we talked about Petrovsky so much. Petrovsky versus Hu Yaozhong. Your um, neighbor and mine. Yeah, your neighbor and mine, Totoro. We were interested because he he's uh, yeah. That was that was maybe I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. it. It almost gave the the episode his title because I I wrote down nightclub overhands. Nightclub overhands. He he he. You know what though? Like credit to Petrosky for fucking going for it, man. He did fucking going for it. Yeah, I'm and, not. I'm not opposed. And, and, yeah, sorry, I'm not opposed. Yeah, to this I, fight. I know. I, like I, you watched all tough. You fucking love your your guys, and you you don't like your other guys. But like, 
he 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 flew all the way to Abu Dhabi on I think fairly short notice, yeah, short notice and yeah. just went out there and fucking went for it. Look, I'm I'm not hating on this fight. This fight was dumb fun. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I just do not sell I love, it to me. I love dumb fun. Just do not sell it to me as the pinnacle of fighting. Um, <laughs> who has not? It didn't do anything meaningful for two rounds. Petrovsky was jumping from submission attempt to, to submission attempt. He never secured position. He just went for all the stuff he knew. And I, I wrote down, and I think I wrote it in the chat as well, this fight was as sloppy as some dates at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yes. After a yep. night out on Saturday night. It's like so sloppy, but it was yep. fun. I mean, just forget this was, about it. This was this was a Seven <laughs> Eleven chili dog at four thirty in the morning while the all the Indeed. all the guys are coming in to go to work, and you're just getting you're just getting you're just getting finished up, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, we also honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable mentions. Please, real go, quick. Go through, yeah. Honorable mention to uh, a TP triangle attempt from Amanda Hebas. Uh, I mean, picked, loved it. Picked it right. Also I mean. loved. Also loved the uh, just, just I just love how much she annoys some people. I really yeah, do. I love that. Too. I find that her, funny. I find her humor and smiling and happiness infectious and 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 adorable. And I, she just drives people crazy. I think it's great. Uh, and uh, honorable mention to Lerone Murphy timing a knee and catching Maquan Armirkani in the dome as he shot for a takedown in round two of their fight. Lerone Murphy knows how to time a knee, especially when you don't uh, you don't mask your takedown attempts at fucking all, Mac Juan. What are you doing? <laughs> oh boy, dude, dude. Round two, you can watch all of round two because it's only fourteen seconds long, and Mac Juan ducks for a takedown twice, and then just goes for it. And Lerone Murphy just is like, oh yeah, you you just ducked for it twice. I see it coming. Just mashes him with a knee that's it Ugh. any other mentions on, on this card back one back one making my picks look bad he was not after all on the upswing of his downswing he's still on a downswing yeah he's damn it pr- pretty much sw- swung down <laughs> the swung is complete yeah uh no i think that's it i think we covered it i think we covered it all uh, look covered I'm, it all yeah indeed ready to go yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go for UFC 268, which will do a roundtable. Hell yeah! Uh, next week, I hope so. Um, I d- I really loved UFC 267. I what I loved also that I could watch it live, which is not happening anymore. Oh yeah. Um, no, to to recap, <laughs> self locks, neck cranks, can openers. Yes, time is a flat circle. Welcome, uh, welcome to MMA circa <laughs> 2004. Nightclub overhands. This is my mm-hmm. house. I look at the blood. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, it was fun talking to you and um, to all the listeners. Thanks for your feed cap. Feed cap. Oh my god. Feed cap. Feed caps. <laughs> um, fight have... circus phone booth fight volume three. Bless. Oh, I I am so pumped about this. I am. I am. My hype level is astronomical. I will have a week if this pulls. If they pull this off. I will have a week that has a phone booth fight in Fight Circus, and then a day later, Zhang Wei Li versus Rose Namajunas. It can't. I think it's it's the. I mean, it's, it cannot it's, be better than no, that. It's heaven. Um, if you want to send us your compliments, you can do that. MMA Love Podcast 
on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. Um, you can send us an email by visiting mma-love.com. Click the email button on the right corner, top right corner, whatever. And um, yeah, we'll continue to do this. Thanks to all the listeners and thanks to Luke. And we'll hear from you midweek, hopefully. Hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Fight Island is real.